and a welcome, welcome, welcome show of boys and girls, children of all ages, uh, people are watching at home and around the world. I am Sean Hood. That is Dave Taylor. How's it going, everybody? You know, it's always forgetting it's the opposite way on these, uh, on this one. Yeah, I had to learn to do it. <laughs> I think I would know by now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. We're the hosts anyway, and uh, this is FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. We've got a big, big show for you here. Since 2017, the number one wrestling podcast on FM99.com. That's right. Everyone is behind the Fox.com. Right. So, uh, yeah, number one. <laughs> Granted, there was no competition, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, in any event, uh, we got a big show for you tonight. We're going to talk about NXT TakeOver. We're talking about SummerSlam. It's a lot to throw at you, so we're going to dive right in. Let's get the business out of the way. Uh, as you see at the bottom of the screen right there, 1069thefox.com and FM99.com. Easiest ways to find us right under the media tab. You go ahead and click the uh, e- media link, click ESPR, and boom, you're right there to our feed. Our feed will take you to our most recent episodes and all of our available episodes, which can be found on all of your major podcasting apps. Just go ahead and search ESPR Wrestling, and you can find us everywhere. SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, Google, everywhere podcasts are potted or casted. Yeah. I don't know which the correct verb is. Even, even Spotify, too. We're all over the place. We are all over the place. If, you go, if you're listening to us, make sure you please subscribe and give us a five-star rating and a review. That's incredibly important to us. That's honestly more important. People have asked about like buying shirts or this, that, and the other thing. And look... The most important thing you can do for us is give us a five-star rating and a review. It is not a joke. It helps us move. It, the more people do that, the more eyes we get put in front of on these podcasting uh, services. So if you can do it, big, big help. Thank you so much. And turn your notifications on so you know when we go live, which is once or twice a week. depending. And that's happening. on Facebook.com slash ESPR99 or on the Twitter at ESPR99. And uh, you can make sure, again, if you want to follow us on there, like and turn on your notifications because then when we go live like we are right now, You'll know that we're live and you can join in the discussion and talk to us, which, by the way, you're more than welcome to do. Throw in some questions, comments, concerns, whatever you'd like concerning TakeOver, uh, concerning SummerSlam, concerning the, I don't know, but anything you want, really. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe stuff, you know, 205 yeah. Live if we watch it when we can. Uh, we get questions about all sorts of stuff, ROH, New Japan, this, that, and the other thing. So, by all means, we'll go ahead and we'll address that uh, at some point. But today, today, it's a big show. We got two reviews to do. One weekend, lots of wrestling. NXT Takeover. We'll start there. Takeover thirty, the thirtieth anniversary. Uh, well, I, I say thirtieth anniversary, not really year wise, but show wise. It's the thirtieth Takeover they've produced. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was weird because you know it was the Triple uh, X thing. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was particularly weird when Velveteen Dream came out. But anyways, um, in any event, Takeover. Uh, Dave, I'm sure you have the card pulled up over right there, so we'll go ahead and just dive right in. Yeah, I do. They had, they had one sh- uh, match in the uh, pre-show, which was uh, the triple threat tag match to determine the number one uh, contenders, which was uh, Brizongo mm-hmm. in the match, uh, taking on uh, Danny uh, Lorkin, or Orne, Oni Lorkin, Danny Birch. <laughs> Danny Lorkin and Oni Birch, yes. Yeah, Legato del, del Fantasma, uh, rock, specifically Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza. Uh, they were actually my picks to win because I figured Fantasma would end up looking strong. Surprised. Brazango picked up the win. I guess that makes sense, though, given the fact that the champions are uh, Imperium. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's like I would love to see Brazango get some gold at some point. I mean, they've been troopers. They've been around a long time. Don't see that happening ever. It's a nice one for them. You know what I'd like to see them do? I'd like to see them change their act up a little bit because the kind of male stripper goofy routine not it's not really playing great into in 2020 nxt but, um, but it's not as silly as it used to be i mean i thought they they're better no, it's not it's not so much better in nxt than they do in wwe it's so frustrating well of course because they get more time and they're allowed to do more i mean we know that yeah. for a fact um it's two vastly different worlds between nxt and the the main roster and we'll talk about that here in a little bit because that's a big deal um, but a good match, really entertaining. All the guys yeah. good in it. Uh, I personally would have preferred knowing that it was Imperium, so I should have picked one of the face teams to win. Um, I would I would have preferred to see Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch versus Imperium because I think that would have been a hell of a match. Yeah. Uh, Brazongo will be a good match too. I just would have liked to have seen the hard hitting uh, European style with Lorcan and Birch. Uh, those guys are very stiff as well, uh, so I would have really enjoyed that. But regardless, good match. Brazongo gets the win. Uh, Phantasma protected because they're not the ones that take the fall. Yeah, yeah, that's what you got to do. Uh, then the show officially opens. Uh, Finn Balor versus uh, Timothy Thatcher disappointed not because the match wasn't good it was uh i'm one of these people who enjoys the mma bat like r- things that look like a fight yeah. i enjoy that more than the overly scripted uh, uh choreographed stuff um and this looked more like a fight 
than just about any match Balor has had. <laughs> Specifically, since yeah, it, 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 it was a different style. It was definitely a different style. There was a great moment in there where he's in there with Thatcher, who is a submission specialist. That's his thing. And he's in there and he goes for the coup de gras and misses and tweaks his knee. And there's this great moment where he rolls over, he's holding his knees in pain. And you see the look on Thatcher's eyes like he's like he smells blood in the water because he sees that injured knee. And yeah. Finn realizes that. He looks up at Thatcher and sees him and he yells, no! And then Thatcher runs at him and grabs the leg. Like the panic in Finn's face was great because, per- again, storytelling in the match, I thought it was great. And I'm, I'm a sucker for things that look like they hurt. I don't always want something that's the coolest move necessary. I want things that look like you just messed that dude up. And Thatcher yeah. is really good at that. Uh, him and Balor, again, a different style of match. But if you like those MMA style, it's not an MMA fight, but it's that kind of MMA influence style to the to the match. I, yeah, but, but but it, it kind of like almost set up like where the show is going because I, I just maybe because where the where the show was mm-hmm. it, without the crowd, it just felt different and like like different yeah. than other shows that they've had. But this one, you know, we're gonna it, say that NXT more than any other brand. I feel like at least in WWE's world is the one suffering the most from the lack of crowds. Um, Raw and SmackDown, now we'll talk about them here in a little bit and the the changes, but up until recently, they've suffered without the the crowd as well, but it hasn't been as bad. NXT really thrives because a lot of Raw and SmackDown crowds, I'm sorry, they sit on their hands. They do, they do. It's a casual fan. They're not hardcore fans. The NXT fan base is passionate and loud. And so it was, it was, it's a big deal that they're not there. Except for the one guy that sits behind us and, and yells this stupid oh chance oh. the whole time. That, that's part of the problem, too. I think we go to these shows, people like they're cool. And they're like, I'm going to chant random chants. Uh, you know, yeah. Charlotte stinks, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I can't hear what's going on. You're taking me out of the show. Yeah, I'm more I'm more distracted by you being dumb than I am by uh, the match. Uh, by the way, the disappointing is Timothy Thatcher was on. Uh, the reason I was disappointed with the match was Timothy Thatcher is on my fantasy wrestling league. Oh, okay. So I, okay. I didn't get the points for that. I was really hoping for some submission points win. Gotcha. Uh, Finn Balor with the most uh, NXT takeover wins, by the way, continues the streak. Yes. Uh, the next match was the uh, the ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Uh, Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest versus Cameron Grimes versus Johnny Gargano uh, versus the other guy. Um <laughs> <laughs> so um, we discussed Friday because uh, Aaron didn't know, like, because that was her pick, and then I said, well, "Go look him up," and she said, "Okay, that's not my pick." Right, she changed yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Well, here's the thing: we're not going to address that right now. No. Um, you you can clearly tell we have an opinion on that, yeah. but we're not going to talk about it right now. We're going to talk about the match. He was in the match. We're just going to address it. I'm going to say this right now. I thought everybody looked great in this match, and I'm not. This is not biased. I thought he was the only one who didn't look that great in this match. He looked fine. He was there, but I thought everybody else stood out so much more. It was weird because it almost like they like looked dumb at one point because when he reached up and he goes, "Oh, the belt's right there." Yeah, like, it hit it with his hand. I mean, I get what they were going for, and that could have happened to anybody. So I'm not holding that against him. Yeah. But I just, as far as spots in the match and the stuff they were doing, he's the one who stood out to me the least. Yeah, and he, and he, the dream is the one who stood out the least in a match. That's that's that that should go to show you the talent that was in this match. Yeah, the dump. Uh, I will say the dump off the ladder he took into. Oh, vicious! Yeah, yeah, crazy. Whatever. Crazy. Wasn't say okay. Who who was it that jumped off the head? Um, uh, the head of Candice uh, Lee. Bronson uh, Reed. Bronson Bron- Reed. Yeah, Bronson Reed. Yeah, he jumped onto Johnny. Yeah. Wow. Um, that was a great spot. Uh, because usually it's like, well, why are you jumping off the ladder? But that that was well done. Right. To take her right. out and to take Johnny out. Um, I, I felt like there's two. I mean, I enjoyed the match, but I felt like there's like too many spots at times where they, they try to. But get that's to- that's these multi man ladder matches. They're always going to be you know these kind of car crash. Like you know, there's always going to be a lot happening. Um, it's not going to slow down a whole lot, and especially in NXT, we know that's going to be the case. Um, yeah, but there's a couple of spots. I just felt like it was too cute for for being a ladder match for that. Makes sense. I, I I enjoyed it overall. I thought it was a really good match. Um, Damian Priest and Cameron Grimes are both on my fantasy league, so I was really invested in this match. Every time Cameron or Damian's going up there, I'm like, oh come on, come on! Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 they did a good job with like everybody had almost a wins. Yeah. Win. Yeah, the fake the fake wins were really good. The fake outs were really good. They were really well done, and you can tell that it's a different production crew from the main WWE crew because they didn't give away that somebody was about to stop them most of the time. 
Yeah, yeah. And that just... kills me when it happens on the main roster because they'll have somebody who's at this moment, and they're like, oh, they could win. And then all of a sudden they pan out and show you the guy climbing back in the ring. And it's like, what? Well, no, just stay on the guy until the ladder starts tipping or something like that. Then yeah. show him to me. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like, um, who was it? Johnny Gargano was up on the ladder and he was like, he's up there. He thinks he's by himself. And all of a sudden he realizes uh, 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 Damian Priest is behind him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like Priest just kind of stood up behind him. It was well shot. I was like, that was great. Um, but really, really well done. Everybody looked good. Cameron Grimes. I want them to dial back the goofy on him just a little. I enjoy <laughs> the character. I enjoy the character. But I want them to dial back the goofy just a little because he is so talented. But, I just but, don't want him to get stuck. But but I think it, it may, when there's crowds, whenever that may be, that's going to connect. I mean, oh, you know, without, without a doubt. Without but, a doubt. Because I liked him because I thought, like, oh, this is going to be that guy, the guy that's going to win. I mean, I was surprised at Damien. I thought won. he might, yeah. Um, but I don't have a problem with Damien winning because I thought he's been doing great. But I thought, like, I thought Cameron was going to be a guy. It's the way he was presented. And I was like, oh, sometimes they tipped their hand. It's like, okay, it's, it's him. It's got to be him. I'm loving this character. He's... The only thing I'm concerned about in this, again, in NXT, like you said, when the crowds come back, that's going to work. My concern yeah. is when he gets off of NXT, he will be pigeonholed as that character, yeah, as, well. as the goofy character. And I don't want that. I want him to dial it back, find a, a, a more a, a tone that can be taken seriously, while yeah. also not losing the root of the character, but a tone that can be taken seriously so that when he gets to the main roster, he's got a more dialed-in version of the character and not just the goofy. Like Elias you know? uh, Sampson when he's had this whole drifter kind of oh thing. Oh, God, yes. That... All right. Uh, the next match, um, holy cow. Um, dude. Uh, hats, dude. Hats off. Hats off. Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. Uh, match of the night uh, because it exceeded expectations. Okay, I so thought, this, this was your match of the night. Got it. Because I, I, I thought this was going to be like a, I don't want to say a comedy fest because Adam Cole doesn't do that style. No, but, no, but you thought it was going to be more, more shtick. Like yeah, it was going to be a... It was going to be more about embarrassing Pat McAfee than it was about having a match. Yeah, it, it may yeah. be like there'd be like too much outside interference where I was just going to get old. And they got rid of that quickly. They got rid of all those guys mm-hmm. that was there. Um, but heck of a spot with the flip. Oh, my the- gosh. The senton. Like, that was crazy. <laughs> and it was so well done. Yeah. It wasn't like he kind of just dove off, like, you know, kind of rolled forward. He leapt and flipped. Like, that was – look. Eat your heart out, Rob Gronkowski. But yes, eat your heart out, Rob Gronkowski. This punter just made you look like a punk. The <laughs> Pat McAfee may have had one of the best celebrity matches of all time. I, I yeah, I, yeah. I, I like you never see people show up that ready to go. He yeah. he. Don't get me wrong. Am I saying he'd go out there and have a five star match every week? No, he clearly this was clearly heavily rehearsed because he, it was this one match he was going to do, yeah. and and Adam Cole carried him through it. And made him look like a million bucks, but Pat McAfee stepped up and and one hundred percent met his end of the match. And he's and Adam Cole, big part of that, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, who who's been our wrestler of the year for you know last year. Uh, but you know, we talked about this last week was how great Pat was on the microphone. I didn't expect that when he now he was good in commentary, but when he came out and cut that promo and then mm-hmm. he starts the match thing on on Sunday uh, on takeover, and I'm like, wow, like you know, then we find would- out. I'm going to tell you this. I think they did this to us on purpose because at the beginning of the match, he locks in a side headlock on Cole and it, it's repetitive and it happens for several minutes. And I was like, oh, it's going to be this kind of match. Like I was really, I was really worried that it's going to be this overly simplistic. Like, all right, I get it. He doesn't know how to do a lot. They got to stay simple. Then they blew that out of the water. And yeah. I enjoyed that so much because it's almost like they did that on purpose. Like they were like, we know you're expecting this. So we're going to tease you that that's what it's going to be, and then we're going to we're going to take the, the 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 blockers off, you know what I mean, and just let these guys go, which was awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. Moved off the top rope and it just very I, good, very wow. good. And he and he took a beautiful Panama sunrise like a pile driver, like that was yeah. amazing. Who takes that if you're not a wrestler? I, yeah. I, 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 like, yeah. Now the story is, as, as we know, Cole won the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that Pat saying that this was it? He's one and done. Yeah. Um, which, which is fine. But if, but if he sticks around, I'm, I'm fine with that too. I mean, if he take, yeah, if he's going to take it this seriously, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, whatever your thoughts are, let us know in the comments if you happen to be watching along with us here. Uh, we'd love to know your thoughts on the show. What was your match of the night? Um, up next after Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee, uh, another good match. Uh, a little overshadowed by the previous match, but a very good match. A very good match. Io Shirai, the defending champion against Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez. Um, 
It was a different style for Shirai. I, I it was because because it's really weird because like Dakota like can play it differently because she could be a mat wrestler when she was more in this match, or she could be you know the high flyer. I like that. I like that. She's she's. I think, well, being more of a heel now, I think she's focusing more on keeping it on the ground. Yeah. Um, and that's how you con- that's how you counter somebody whose nickname is the genius of the sky by <laughs> not letting them get off the ground. Yeah. Um, Dakota, I think, is working this heel character to perfection. Raquel Gonzalez is playing the big man role. You know what I mean? Like the, the big daddy cool diesel role. Yeah. Uh, as good as anybody's played it, like the, the big bad heater next to the, the other character. Uh, she's playing the diesel to, to Dakota Kai, Shawn Michaels better than anybody's played that role probably since then. Yeah. And, like, and, and then, she's fantastic. Know, yeah. And afterwards with, uh, yeah, Shirai, uh, retained Rhea interface. Pretty good match. Yeah. Rhea, uh, comes back and yeah. Rhea and, uh, Raquel, which, you know, it's interesting to see somebody is Raquel's size. Cause usually you would see the only know. thing is the only thing that bothered me about that is they seem to be setting up between Raquel or not Raquel, uh, Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez. And all of a sudden we shifted to Raquel Gonzalez and I was like, well, okay. That was a little of an odd shift, but I mean, I'm fine with it. I want to see it, but it, it, yeah. it just seemed odd for them to shift away. Maybe they realized Mercedes is like a big match and Mercedes and Rhea, and they're like, all right, well, let's draw that out a little bit. Let's not give it away right away. If we do that right away, one of them has to lose. Yeah. And we don't yeah. want to do that right now. No, because and, and, and Ripley, protected, so. yeah, Ripley's still rebuilding. Uh, and Mercedes, Mercedes is on her current push. Like she's just getting started. So we need, we, they can't take the, the feet out from under either of them. Yeah. All right. But one again, more, good match. Yeah. Oh, one, one more. Was good. I, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was like my favorite match. I like think Shirai. No, was no. Right. It's all right. But, but um, I thought it was very good. Yeah. Uh, there's one more match on the uh, card. Yes, there is one more match on the card. That match would happen to be the main event of the evening. And it is the championship match, the NXT championship match. Keith Lee, the NXT champion, defending against Karrion Cross with Scarlett. Um, I didn't like this. I did. See, this is going to go back to this one was more like a fight than it was like one of these NXT matches. It's so funny because it didn't go that long and it was more like a fight. And Dave's like, I'd rather have the 35 minute kickout fest. It was a 20 the, minute match. <laughs> 20 well, that's a long. basic, that's a basic length main event match, Dave. It's it, uh, it, it, it just, it felt like it, it took out Keith Lee being Keith Lee. Like I, I, I just, but that was kind like, of the point. Well, I, I understand. You want to make, uh, you know, Karrion, what, it's like seventh match, I think, in NXT, yeah. you know, look like this monster. But I just never felt like Keith could ever get anything going to kind of have, you know, Karrion respond from that. I, I just never felt well, like. But first of all, this is more than Karrion has sold in True. NXT. Okay. It's uh, also it's also uh, more than he's sold. Oh, sure. you, you're getting choppy. Uh, you're getting choppy there, Dave. Oh, you got yeah. choppy for a minute. We lost you. <laughs> oh, no. We got to catch up. Oh, okay. All right. I you think there? we're back. Right, okay. So, um, yes, he did sell. I will give you that. Yeah. And he hasn't sold much at all in NXT. Um, and no. in the independence, it was the same deal. So him selling as much as he did for Keith Lee was a big deal. Um, but the point is to put over Keith Lee as his unstoppable, or not Keith Lee, Karen Cross is his unstoppable force. And Keith Lee, the point there was to be that Keith Lee couldn't even get going against Karen. Like that was that was what they were trying to go for is that Keith is is he he I mean he, you know he 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 did some stuff but like essentially couldn't get out of the starting blocks against Karrion yeah. because Karrion was that overwhelming and so the idea being who the hell is going to take the title off of Karrion Cross so yeah I, I don't know right now because I, I enjoyed it I thought it was a very good match yeah I I, I know maybe because it's the style it just felt sluggish not that I don't want like high flying but it just felt like well because we're used to Keith Lee wrestling like he does different stuff like he'll do crazy high flying stuff he'll do you know all sorts yeah. he doesn't always do the slow super heavyweight like heavyweight style match um we i think he only did one of those in his all of his series with dijakovic um who you know missing in action um maybe he's in a group we'll talk about i later. really hope he's not um uh, by the way, by the way carrying cross um uh, shoulder injury by the way oh no i didn't hear about that yes yes so uh the reports are he's got a separated shoulder he does not believe it's going to lead to a big absence well that's good because uh, yeah, this happened in match. Keith Lee hit him with a clothesline near the ropes, okay. and he, he took a lot of the uh, the brunt of uh, Keith's uh, momentum. So, so we'll see. I mean, I know they wanted to change because I wanted, I know they wanted to get Keith to. Uh, then, knowing that he had a separated shoulder in the match, I'm even more impressed that he did that uh, Saito suplex off the ropes 
because yeah. he he's a big boy to begin yeah, yeah. with. Like and, and, there, and, there, and there's no momentum there. The only no, thing that's like, the point of the Saito suplex is these guys don't yeah. really, they're not jumping really for it. He's throwing them. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was vicious. But, I'll, you know, some people some people were like, oh, it came out of nowhere. And I'm like, not really. He's been doing Saito suplexes to everybody for weeks. He just didn't choke Keith out. That's all. No, I, I knew something was going to happen. And I, I don't, I hate saying this here in a wrestling match, but you could almost see the conversation they were having before that move happened. Because Keith Lee was saying something way too much, but I don't I know they're trying to get in position for it, but they got to do a better job of, uh, you know, working on ventriloquism like the Undertaker does or whatever else. But I just felt like, okay, something's going to happen here. <laughs> like, I, I think I think you're being a little fair to the, a little unfair with the Undertaker because the Undertaker, first of all, long career. Secondly, <laughs> um, secondly, the Undertaker was really bad about it too sometimes because I've watched him openly. I've heard him openly say things to people. So I mean, I it's just it just happened to be a bad camera angle that we could see it. It was it was unfortunate. It was what neither of these guys have long hair to hide anything. No, they don't. That's they're both. The they're both. I mean, damn near bald. It was you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Like it would be like you and I trying to call a match on the fly. It was, yeah, nothing. Yeah. Nothing's hiding anything at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So that show ends. I, I thought it was a, a good show overall. I mean, it wasn't my yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, the problem is all these things are going to be on a curve because of no crowd, because of the limitation. Yeah. Um, I thought for what they could do, I thought it was good. Is it my favorite NXT takeover ever? No, probably about a seven out of 10. I, I agree with you. Yeah. So, uh, but I did think there was some really good stuff on there that should be checked out. Yeah. So then after that, Keith Lee loses, uh, so we'll transition. We'll skip a day. Oh uh, man. Keith Lee is, is a stud in NXT and then he shows up on Monday Night Raw to uh, talk some smack to uh, Randy Orton, who <sighs> who was has attacked Drew McIntyre. Yeah, and, yeah. So this was the problem. He's my friend. Yeah, what's well, fine. I don't care about that. But my problem is this. First of all, a couple things. One, the music. Why? Oh, that was terrible. His Bask in His Glory music is so much better. It's so yeah. much better. His gears did Bask in the Glory. I know! <laughs> and let's talk, let's talk about his gear. Why all of a sudden does he have to wear a stupid shirt and loose-fitting shorts? Why can't yeah. he wear the tights he wore in NXT? Why, uh, is this because Vince doesn't think he looks good enough to be on TV? If he that's the case, why'd you bring him up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Phil DeGrees, not a fan of the, uh, the music. That was dumb. Super dumb, super yeah. dumb. Everything about his presentation was terrible the first night. The changing <laughs> of the gear, the changing of the music. I disliked every bit of it. Now, none of that has to do with Keith Lee. Keith no. Lee himself comes out, delivers his promo well and everything. He has a match with Randy Orton that, I mean, is fine. He looks good in it for the five minutes it lasted before it ended in a DQ or whatever. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah let's read. He loses his debut match against Randy. I mean, it was a, it was a DQ, but, right. you know, but still. You, you couldn't find anybody else on, on the roster for him to wrestle where my, you can shine and look good. Do some spots. I mean, my thing is this. I, I, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm not okay with it. I wish you'd go on with at least like a double DQ finish or something like that rather than uh, a, a straight DQ where he loses because Drew McIntyre gets involved again. Yeah. Um, I would have preferred something like, say, him and Orton are fighting outside of the ring. They're just going after each other and they miss the 10 count. You know what I mean? Give me something like that. Then Drew gets involved. Yeah. You know, like. I like. I just didn't like that he had to lose the match. But as far as coming out and immediately getting into a match with Randy Orton, even a match we're not going to get a real finish on, I'm fine with that because it automatically puts Keith Lee in the upper echelon of people. It so if he comes out and he wrestles a, a, a I don't know, give me a, a jobber. I don't even remember who's on Raw these days. Uh, well, I mean, not Andrade's in the angle right now because he would have been the guy who would have said he can come out. And yeah, you're probably right. I mean, but you know, somebody like that, he comes out and he beats somebody like that. I mean, it does nothing. It's like, all right, here's this guy. Who beat this what guy? Are, everybody always beats. Well, probably one of the Viking Raiders because they're tough. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, this. You're not wrong. He comes out. He beat. He comes out and beats Mojo Rawley in five minutes or four yeah. minutes or whatever. Yeah. And who cares? It, it, it does nothing for him. Keith Lee. I, the one credit I'm going to give them is bringing him out and immediately putting him in there with Randy Orton makes him look like a big deal. And, and being in the, in the five minutes he was in the ring with Randy Orton, he was looking pretty good right up until he, I mean, it was towards the end. It looked like he was about to get RKO'd. I didn't love that finish. Yeah. But, yeah. but you never know. Maybe he wasn't. Cause I'll be honest. Anytime, anytime Randy sets up for the RKO, he doesn't hit it. So yeah. as far as I'm concerned, he wasn't going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> so in any event, uh, not a great first week for Keith Lee. Uh, but I do like the fact they've immediately positioned him as a, as an upper echelon guy. That part. I, I, 
I, I like, but but give them just throw them throw them Dolph Ziggler. Just, just something where Dolph they will I, they will next week or the you know something like that. It's it, it'll it'll work out. Don't, don't put them in the underground. Uh, is that really all the underground is going to be? By the way, week after week now, I keep waiting for something real to happen on there, and nothing, nothing. There's nothing on there. This could be. Okay, you know, you know what? We'll have it jump the shark even more if it's Shane McMahon starts fighting in these matches. Well, you know what's funny is I'd buy Shane McMahon being a bigger badass in some of these fights than I would the wrestlers because a lot of these wrestlers have no combat sports training. Shane no. McMahon does. He studies like Muay Thai and this, that, and the other thing. <laughs> like he could actually kick somebody's ass. So it <laughs> amuses me that Shane McMahon could legitimately beat a guy up. But it's just I don't know. I'm I the the whole thing sir, it so far serves no purpose. And we're like three or four weeks in at this point, and I am already done with it. Yeah. Uh, so let's just move on from that. Raw did I didn't enjoy Raw all that much. Let's move on to SummerSlam. It's time for SummerSlam. Yeah. Right away. Let's talk about this. Apollo Cruz versus MVP singles match for the United States Championship. Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin banned from ringside. Okay. Okay. Tell, okay, tell me what you thought was going to happen in this match before we were disappointed. Well, I thought MVP was going to win, to be perfectly honest. Because okay. I, th- I, I, thought, I thought so, too. But I thought yeah. we were going to get a new member of the, the, the pain group. I thought so. Yes, I, I thought so, too. <laughs> I thought we'd get some other member of the of the pain of the pain crew yeah. business. Yeah, simulation spelled it out perfectly like, oh, well, somebody else is going to interfere. Cause right, cause exactly. I thought I thought we'd get somebody new because they've interacted with a few people here and there. I yeah. thought at some point I thought maybe Cedric Alexander was going to join. Um. Yeah. I, I, thought, I was thinking maybe there was a possibility he was going to do it. or I mean, it could be anybody, really. Um, but no. The one guy in the underground has been kicking butt. Like, like that'd be the guy I don't want to say. Yeah, <laughs> I, maybe. I guess da- Daba Kato or something like that. Da- Daba like Kato. That. Or, I don't remember his name, but he's he's a big, he's a big scary dude. So Yeah, he is. He is. But, uh, yeah, this match was. Uh, it was fine. It was just nothing impressive. It was nothing great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what it was. So skip that match. Uh, yeah. then, then was that the was that the uh, the the preview show? It, the preview if you had a pre-show, it even made it yeah. less important. Yeah, but um, you know what? I'm fine with that because if that match had been on the main card, I'd have been disappointed. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, what's, can we talk about the presentation of like what it looks like? I, oh, I it think looks it, fantastic. I, I, I they did a tremendous job. Hats off to the production crew. This is the best one of their shows has looked in this COVID era. Yeah, yeah. yeah when they did the SmackDown on Friday, and this just it outstanding. Out. This was incredible looking i loved the pyro being back i liked how the fan yeah. signs are being used for the entrances or the fan thunderdome screens are being used for the entrances yeah, yeah. uh so good so good i liked it a lot i, I thought yeah, the presentation yeah, it, was amazing yeah they, they piped in the crowd noise which is which fun. you know what for some reason on SummerSlam, not as bad as it has been on raw and smackdown i don't know why they've been so <laughs> off on raw and smackdown but it was really okay on, on SummerSlam. And to be perfectly honest, it helped me a great deal because having that yeah. random crowd noise, just, just the, the murmuring and the, you know, the, just the general noise when these matches are yeah. happening while the announcers are talking, huge difference. So huge, like huge, 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 huge difference. So like I was a big, big fan of that being there. Um, so again, presentation, they're getting a thumbs up for me. I thought they did a great job there. Yeah. Uh, outstanding. I know AEW is going to do something different. I think this week, whenever Dynamite gets back, I think there. they're doing live, uh, shows outside Yeah, with yeah. people, with people in attendance. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. Cause like had, you know, AEW done that first and people are like, Oh, it's the best thing ever. Uh, no, hats off, hats off to Raw and WWE for, for making And AEW's pr- presentation may still be great when they, when they, how yeah. they do their outside shows. I mean, we're not saying that one's better than the other right now. Just no, right now, no. right now, WWE has set the standard for the shows during this pandemic. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just making fun of AEW fans because they, they crap and everything. You know, WWE, I, but yeah, you but you know what? It, it goes both ways. You crap on AEW if you're a WWE fan. You crap on WWE if you're an AEW fan. I don't understand why you can't just be a wrestling fan, but that's me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the so, uh, show starts. Oh, by the way, uh, Petrina joins in saying that uh, she thought Cedric would uh, join the Hurt. Steve thing. Petrine's on my side. Thank yeah, you, Petrine. <laughs> Smart lady. Smart lady, that Petrine. Yeah. So the uh, the uh, show started with uh, Bailey with Sasha in her corner defending uh, against Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Good match. It was good. You, you know, you know what? Uh, uh, Bailey and Asuka, obviously, they fought in NXT a number of times. The chemistry is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, you know, Bailey's, you know, took a year, finally got into her groove. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the match. You know, I'm not surprised by the finish because of what what is set up later on. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but uh, yeah, great job by both ladies in this match. And, and great angle afterwards with beating up Asuka to set up for the later yeah, match. Agreed. But a really good match. Um, and like you said, it was a little telegraphed what was going to happen later. But that's not a bad thing. When the payoff no. is well done, it doesn't matter if I know it's coming. That, yeah, that's what it's about. Because, you know, okay, this guy's going to win. But if you give me the good yeah. story. Exactly. Uh, that, Which they did. They did. I'll Which they did. Job. Yes. Uh, uh, speaking of a great story, it wasn't here. Um, no, Roddy and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team Championship. I, it's weird because I guess it's the payback for the poisoning angle, which was stupid. So stupid. Um, this was so dumb. Uh, you know, though, I saw somebody online say that they were like, oh, this has been the worst tag team title feud in recent memory. And I was like, I'm sorry, did we forget the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits? Yeah, did everybody yeah. just forget that that was a thing? Because I remembered and it was terrible. Um, <laughs> It was god-awful. Uh, this, I mean, the feud is not good. The match was okay. It, you know, it, it ended up being... By the way, can we make up our minds if it's going to be Andrade, who is with Zelina Vega, and leaving Garza, or vice versa? Because we seem yeah. to be going back and forth on this. Yeah, yeah, they're just dragging it out because they're, they're, not, they're not sure. You, they you don't know, know how to do splits anymore. Because no, we've been waiting for Bailey and Sasha to split for three years. Which I think is happening uh, probably a payback uh, this weekend. Uh, but it was almost like it's like, um, you know, they're teasing us and it's like, oh, they can't decide. Like, we need tag teams, you know, so we can't split them up because then it's going to be a one sided feud or we don't want to do 50 50 booking. And Speaking of tag teams, you brought up payback where they're going to split up Asuka and, and, or I'm sorry, Sasha and Bailey. And it looks yeah. like they're going to have to defend the titles against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Uh, furious about the fact that Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax are probably going to be the team to take the tag titles off. Yeah, who absolutely hate each other. Yeah. They hate each other, and they've never tagged together before. And as far as I'm concerned, Shayna Baszler's done next to no tag team wrestling to begin with. Yeah, yeah. You know, she, in her WWE stint. Teaming up with uh, Jasmine and uh, Marina, but... Uh, you mean Jasmine? Uh, uh, Jasmine, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Sean DeGroff says, the Viking Prophets. <laughs> yeah, God <laughs> awful. God awful. <laughs> But yeah, then, yeah, you're right, you're right with that. And, and they're going to split up because they're going to you know, get mad, which sets up Bailey defending against Sasha. Right. Pay-per-view. But, you know, this tag title match, I mean, again, it was fine. This just wasn't, you know, didn't it didn't really t- it didn't really move the needle for me much. It was just, no. it, it, it happened. Okay, the next match was a huge disappointment for me, and I have to make an edit because I had the words hair versus hair match in there. And that's Oh, in- yes, yes. Well, they changed that on us. They did the bait and switch because they did the it bait and switch. a loser leaves town match. Yeah. Uh, so so you take you take out the heat for that. Now loser leaves town matches are usually a pretty big deal, but obviously you know it, it got and I don't I didn't look at the story of why it's which I don't maybe because Sonny's got to deal with some legal issues all of a sudden. I, I, but even if she if she had to deal with legal issues, she wouldn't have to leave the company. I mean, no, they've, they've done no. that before. I don't know if she's just leaving because of what happened to her. Because, I mean, did you address it last week? Yeah, we, we did with, with the okay. kidnapping and, and stuff. Which, by the way, Awful. Major was at her house when that happened, too. Which yeah, yeah. Situation. I, I, Awful situation. That guy, the guy, yeah, in jail, no bail, thankfully. The, it, horrible situation. I don't know if she just maybe mentally doesn't want to be in the public eye you know what i mean or something yeah, like that after yeah. this i i genuinely don't know or is she going to pop back up in a couple months well she, i mean she's going to come back at some point you know because i thought like when they did well, you this, say that but she went online later and did this big like thank you goodbye thing so i don't know if she's legitimately done or not we're gonna have to find out if she gets let out of her contract yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the situation, maybe it's just you know, it's kind of a freaky situation. Hey, I need to, I need to move. I need to do it's, whatever. It's, and it's entirely possible there's something else we don't know about. Yeah, you know, it's entirely possible there's something else we don't know about. But I mean, again, the match happened. I I was bummed because a somebody had to leave, um, and b it wasn't Mandy. No, uh, it, and you know, I hate I, to be that guy, but I love Sonya. Um, I, I will say this: I, I'm not sure about Mandy's new outfit. Um, Manny can't set up a table to say that was painful to watch. That was um, not, I, I, I will say this. I did like the spot where she slid the chairs on the table. I thought yes. that was great. I, I thought that, that was fun. I thought that, that was, was fun. But, uh, uh can't set up a table. her jumping knee, by the way, is the Roman Reigns Superman punch of the women's division. And I'm tired of it. Um, she did it like five <laughs> times in that one match. And I was, I was over it. I pointed it out to my girlfriend while we were watching it. I was like, this is <laughs> killing me here. I, I, I was so let down by this match for being a grudge match and everything. Else. And maybe just mentally with everything that happened. Yeah, maybe. And maybe maybe they give them a pass because they're both involved in that situation. That maybe they just wanted to get through it. And, you know, they don't they, want anybody. 
they, uh, they, they, I mean, they worked hard. They, they definitely worked hard and tried. They, it was just, it just didn't, it might've, <sighs> I, I, I'm going to give him a pass. Really I'm going to, I'm going to give him a little bit of a pass. Yeah. I'm still going to say it wasn't my least favorite match of the night. It just, it just disappointed me. Like you said. Yeah. You know, when it, when, now when they announced that it was going to be a loser leaves town match, I did think that like, Oh, maybe Mandy's going to lose. And then like, you know, Mandy's going to come back, but like, she's going to be in a mask or she's going to be a right, something. to the point where Sandy says, okay, I'll, I'll let you back. Right. So, you know, that may be with this, uh, you know, we see Otis after the match, we see the worst attempt at a caterpillar ever. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. That By the way, <laughs> completely forgot he was Mr. Money in the Bank. Yeah, I couldn't remember last week. I was trying to remember who he was. When he runs out with that briefcase and drops it on the mat, I went, oh my God, Otis is Mr. Money in the Bank. I can't believe that. Like, I still forgot. Yeah, uh, Johnson's Manny versus Sonya should have been in the kickoff. I don't know about I, that. Um, yes and no. Uh, as far as the match itself, maybe. Um, as far yeah. as the storyline and how much time it had been given, no. It, it, uh, it no, I, I thought they did a great job, which, by the way, I do like Mandy's They worked hair. hard. I thought Mandy's haircut. I, I like that haircut. You like the short hair? Yeah. I like, I, well, I like the longer hair, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. But just uh, skip that match. Uh, the next match was um, I, I'm not talking about another good debut. Another good debut. Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in a street fight. Uh, I is wow, 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 wow. Just what a, a great story in the match was told. A, a very good story. I, I give Seth Rollins a lot of credit because I don't oh, think he, he, he 100% got- walked Dominic through that match. Yeah, you know what I mean? He, he without a doubt helped him get through that match efficiently. Um, but Dominic again, and it's just like I said about Pat McAfee, he held up his end of the bargain, he performed well, he performed well under pressure, and he and he, he had a he had a great debut. It, he, it, he did, at, yeah. The, the frog splash, and then he missing yeah. it, and you know. At this point, match of the night for me. Yeah, it, it was really good. Uh, Jordan loved it as well, and it was and it was vicious. Yes, it, it was. was vicious and intense, which is what I want in a street fight in a blood feud like this. Well, but I like was it wasn't just that. It was like the the, the mental part of it with uh, yeah. with mother coming out. But that's what I mean. The, the viciousness yeah. of Seth Rollins and everything. It yeah. wasn't. And now I'm not talking about just the brutality, like physically, but like the viciousness of, like you said, like he was he was going towards the mom, and like even yeah. I'm sitting in my seat going, "All right, somebody has to do something. Like this can't this can't happen. Somebody has to do something." Yeah, um, Murphy so- looks great in the match. I, I which is you know always hard when you got a group and it's like you know it's always the uh, the sub guy doesn't look good. Uh, I thought uh, Murphy looked outstanding in the match, and um, you know, and, and Ray. It was it's kind of weird because like this this almost this whole feud has almost been like one sided. Remember when there was a third member of Seth Rollins' group? Yeah, the the uh, mystery uh, suspension of uh, one Austin Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd like Maybe. I'd like to see him come back. I kind of miss him. Yeah, you know, the, I, I kind of like that uh, him in the group because they're like, oh man, but something happened. I, but they didn't say like what. Like, I've been like, even like, I'm trying to figure was out. He, was he suspended or is he just off TV? Well, Melter is trying to figure I out that don't he was care. suspended. I know, I know, but I'm trying to, I got to cite my sources. Melter, Melter legitimately said the other day about what was it? He talked about, um, Oh, what was it? I saw one of his reports, and I can't remember what it was now because it was literally the worst report ever. It was like, uh, I'm getting reports that it's this, but if it's not that, then it could be anything. <laughs> well, what the what – the, what, what does that mean? Like, I mean, that means nothing. I think it might – it, 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 it killed this me. Guy, but it might be somebody else. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Jordan weighs in and says uh, Dominic will be a world champion someday. I could see it. You know, it, it, it took him off from the grow. Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, I don't know if he's going to spend all his time in WWE. You know, because you know, I mean, you can't put him like an NXT. Um, oh, you could, you could. I think when Ray's done being full time, if Dominic's not an integral part of WWE main roster, I think you can move him to NXT easily. Matter of fact, I think you could do it easily anyway. When they're done with this feud with Seth. I think you could move him down there anyway because I think you could spin an easy story about like this is the best place for you to learn to be who you're going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And Ray could leave him there to do that, and Dominic could stand on his own two feet and grow into a character. I I, I would I would be fine with that. I, w- I, would. I would too. Yeah. All right. The uh, next match of the night, and I thought it was uh, enjoyable, but uh, I just felt bad because like Oscar had a. Go back twice. Oh, the three angle, but uh, I, I thought it was. I, I thought this was a fantastic match as well. Man, I love the first one. I love this one. 
This match needed the crowd. I know, hats off to Asuka for... Uh, two oh, big- yeah. At two long, long matches. matches. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Sasha, the storytelling in this uh, was, was, just, was just outstanding. And then the, the ending... Yeah. I loved at one point when she tried to put Asuka away and she goes over to Bailey and she's literally like almost crying, saying, I can't do this. I can't. And Bailey's having to talk her back into finishing yeah. this match. You know what I mean? Which ends up her walking into a losing situation. And I... But I like... I enjoyed that because it got it goes to the entitlement of banks and you know this that and the other thing, but I thought Oscar, like you said, did such a good job. It was so well like worked and and just good for them. The the reversal, uh, I, I think she's going for the Oscar lock and the Sasha reversed it. Yes, the flip, uh, which was well done because it because that kind of made me like man, I wish like you know Oscar did that with uh, Becky, but like man, that was a great spot and it's like oh man, like maybe you know they both retain. You know, and, and then it goes on. And then Asuka yeah. turns it around back to the Asuka lock. Yeah, which yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I loved the, what was it? Did Sasha go for like a, what was it? Like a shooting, like or like a like a frog well, she did, or yeah, she, something. She did, she did a frog splash too, yeah. Well, she went for, I can't remember what it was, but she went for something and Asuka caught her in a, in a like a knee bar. Like she jumped up and grabbed her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And caught her. Came, yeah. And that was beautiful. Uh, yeah. And then I love the one where she ran at her in the ring, like they're running at each other and they collide like in midair and Oscar turns that into the arm bar. And yeah. I was like, that was awesome. Like Oscar was pr- like, this was the Oscar I haven't seen in so long the, before she lost to Charlotte Flair. You know, yeah. this is the Oscar I, I want back on the main roster all of the time. Yeah. yeah Cause people complain or whatever. I'm like, no, th- this, this is great. And, and let, yeah. let her run that show uh, on raw. And, you know, she's eventually can, can take care of Naya and, you know, and Shayna, maybe they can trade some title wins up between them that the Sasha lost. But if uh, it's a pay per view, Sasha's losing. Yeah. Um, if, if, if Sasha has a title and she has to defend it, she's losing. <laughs> but you know, but she is going to get it back. Not not Oscar's, but eventually uh, Bailey's. Probably title. Bailey's. Yeah, probably. Um, at, at some at some pay per view, but an enjoyable really good match. match yeah. Um, and that, and then the uh, the next match uh, was the uh, for uh, the WWE Championship with Drew McIntyre taking on Randy Orton. Surprisingly, not the main event of the evening, but okay. No, but, but then, but but then when I when I saw the ending of the other one, it'll make sense. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, the Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, I thought these two worked a really good match against each other. There was intensity to it. Orton didn't seem to be kind of resting, which he does sometimes. Um, I was worried when he locked in his, his side headlock on the ground. I told my girlfriend, I was like, oh, man, I hope this isn't one of those Orton matches. You're slaying out but the match. Luckily, luckily, they didn't stay in it for long. They kept working. They worked real hard. And I loved, loved, loved that he beat him with a backslide. Yeah, because when, when, when's the last time you've seen that? Uh, probably <laughs> Kerry Von Erich versus Ric Flair. <laughs> Uh, I, I go a little bit later. Lex Luger, Mr. Perfect, WrestleMania Nine. But all right, fair enough. Yeah, but same, but same window of uh, a few I, years apart. I always think of that match, though. I always think of Kerry Von Erich and Ric Flair. But, but that is the better one. That when that I see somebody better. win with a backslide, you know what it, I mean? It, it, well, the one you mentioned is definitely the better one because that, that was the one that, like, you know, you never saw that before. Then yeah, phew. yeah. But it was it was a great counter and it worked. Yeah. And I love I love finishes like I mean, that because they come out of nowhere and they prove to you the match can end at any time, which yes. is what you need for drama in the pinfalls. Because and, and, if I think that I have to, if I'm conditioned to wait for the finisher, then I'm not going to pop for other for other pins. Yeah, yeah. Sean uh, said that he didn't see that uh, finish coming either. Oh, which by the way, I, I give Brandon credit for dunking the, uh, the 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 kick. Oh, the claymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Claymore. Yeah, because usually it's. Uh, you know, it's, it's one that, um, you know, it's always the end. It's like, oh, he kind of, you know, he missed that. And they, they did a great job where, uh, how about this? You get a 20-minute match where nobody hits their finisher and nobody's mm-hmm. kicking out of two. When was the last time we saw that? Nobody hitting a finisher and not kicking out of it. Like, you know, <laughs> I, like what's going to what's gonna be great is when they get to a rematch, it's really going to be if either of these guys hits their finisher once, it's over. It has to be, yes. Like, and that, to me, <laughs> that's great. That yeah. that is great storytelling. I love it. I love it. Drew's best match since holding the title. Yes, absolutely. And, and Rand and Rand has been motivated since yes. since 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 uh, just come back. Yes, um, I, I would say so. So uh, one match left in the card. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean the <clears throat> the main event of the evening? I'm pulling my fancy mic here. The main event of the evening. 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 I've got my like you like my you like my Mr. Kennedy style mic. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> nice. You know you need to bring it down. <laughs> I wish I dude. I thought about it. I just can't. There's no way to make it work right now. I would have loved to have done that. 
Braun Strowman, the Universal Champion, defending against the Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Um, yes. Fiend's one of his better matches. Yeah, because it was an actual match. <laughs> yes, it was, yes. Because it was a it was a fight. It wasn't cinematic. It wasn't. It was it was an actual match, and it was a fight. And he was fighting somebody believable that could could really bring it to him. Yeah, uh, they need to stick with this kind of uh, fiend matches, please, please. I agree. I agree. Thank you. No, thank you for no red lighting. I don't know if the match changed because when that table did break on that spot, when uh, when uh, Braun tried to throw a uh, Bray, yeah, the table on the table didn't break, but Bray's back looked like it did. Yeah, that looked rough. Yeah, that looked rough. Ooh. But he hopped up from pretty quickly, so I'll give him credit. He, he, he did, but, but yeah, <laughs> I'll say this. I will. I do appreciate. Like, there's going to be a certain amount of no selling from characters like the Fiend and 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 Braun Strowman and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. I appreciated that it wasn't over the top. It wasn't the movie, the monster movie type no selling that we see in a lot of the Fiend matches. Um, this yeah, when the pull box came out, I'm like, oh, here we go. This was. <laughs> this might have been the Fiend's one of the Fiend's best singles matches. Uh, his other one probably against Daniel Bryan. Yeah. The um. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, but I thought this one was good. I didn't think false count anywhere was necessary, but because they didn't want really to do anything about it, no, they went to, like no. they went to one spot. Because I'm thinking like this match is going to end with shenanigans. You know, right, I thought so too. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, and everybody oh. was so butthurt about like Alexa Bliss not being involved, and I'm like, I, nobody told you she was going to be involved. You just decided she was going to be. I, like, I, I, but I thought maybe like that could have you know. I thought that, maybe so too. Book, you know, the bookend of that and just. Put an end to that chapter. I thought maybe so too, but clearly not. You know, and so we'll we'll see if anything happens there. You know, yeah. there's still there's still more to the story. They've announced a three way between Braun Strowman and the Fiend, who won the match and is now the Universal Champion, and the returning Roman Reigns, who speared the hell out of the Fiend after that match. And he, uh, well, great comeback. Did, did not see it coming. No, nope, did, did not see it coming. coming. If you say you saw it coming, you're a liar. Yeah, or, or you've been saying every show since he left, he'll, I'll bet he shows up at this one. Like people with with like people with uh, CM Punk, you know, he'll yeah. be like, or Luke Harper showing up. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but if Roman Reigns comes back, he looks intense, and I don't know what a character he's playing right now. He 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 was he was kind of uh, uh, ruthless. Well, I I asked a question on our Facebook page. I said, would you describe Roman Reigns as a heel or face after his actions at SummerSlam? Uh, Jeffrey Dietz, who uh, right away messaged and said he couldn't join us for another show, uh, said he's just a face with a chip on his shoulder. Until he's seen Spear some actual faces, he's definitely not a full heel yet. Now, he says, if the crowd was around, think about this. He said it wouldn't be as a, a divisive because even if it was being a heel, the crowd would cheer for it. You have another Becky Lynch in your hands. I'd say yes and no because they're not – They. I, they, people like Becky before the, all that went. They down. did, but it's not just that. People aren't going to cheer him over the fiend. No, oh, people no. like the fiend. They think the character is crazy and fun, and they love the entrance. But by the way, the entrance was amazing at SummerSlam. The um, fiend's entrance was incredible. Okay, I, I do have. Um, okay, between thinks that Alexa would have joined the fiend, and a lot of people do, and he she yeah. still might. There's still that yeah. possibility. Uh, although so we I, need to remember that Nikki Cross, who was Alexa's friend, seems to have turned heel recently, or at least started to go down that road. And yeah. we haven't seen her for a little bit. So would anybody be shocked if it ended up being her joining the team? Well, she, she didn't appear on SmackDown, but... Uh, oh, did she? I, I don't remember. She, she didn't wrestle, though. You know, just yeah. no segment. Uh, talking about what's going on. Uh, so Adam says, Adam Watson says, neither. Uh, Roman's his own thing. Paul Lewis says, uh, heel on char uh, charismatic, but nonetheless the heel. Philip uh, Kilgore says, I think he's a heel based on the way he acts. These guys that say uncharismatic kill me because the idea that Roman Reigns doesn't have charisma is just patently false. It's just wrong. You're just mistaken. <laughs> he has charisma. He has been booked terribly, and he was given yeah. god-awful scripts. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dean Ambrose complained about that at length when he left WWE, about how he had to go out there and read the dumbest crap he'd ever seen, and he wasn't allowed to change it. Who do you think came yeah. up with suffering succotash? Because it yeah. sure as hell wasn't Roman. No, and face mask and uh, getting yeah. shots and stuff, which, by the way, that character would be perfect in, in this day and age. Oh, in this day and age, he's a, he's a baby <laughs> face. He's a big baby face in this day and age. Yeah, yeah, he's ahead of his time. Uh, so All right, we got to wrap I'm, this up. Yeah, uh, Sean says um, uh, Nikki Cross will return his sister. It's possible. Uh, possible. It possible. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but uh, Roman's back. Um, 
you know, I guess we'll see, we'll see what happens in his yard, you know, but if he has the same kind of attitude, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. There's no crowds around. So, so let it happen. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, not, 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 you know, it was a good show. I, mean, I like, I enjoyed it. It was the best show they've done since this COVID era thing started. True. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I give it like an eight. I mean, yes, when I go back an and, you know, it's a solid, it's a solid eight. It's, it's a I good, think it's a solid eight. It's a good show. It's a good show. You could, if you haven't seen it, I recommend watching it. Also love that it ended before 11. Yes. Uh, by the way, I got uh, a couple of emails here. Um, Rapid right. fire, Dave. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Uh, we supply a surprise. We didn't see retribution at SummerSlam. It's uh, Billy from uh, Lakewood um, asking that Lakewood, uh, Colorado. So uh, yeah, we surprised didn't see retribution. Yes, surprised. <laughs> yes, surprised. Not disappointed. Yeah, uh, but maybe maybe we did. Maybe Roman's the uh, leader. No, please uh, stop uh, it. Just if, oh, you've killed his return already. Uh, do you think it's because there's no crowd? It's easier to make Roman a heel. Tom? No, I think it'd be easy to make him a heel with them there. Because <laughs> they're gonna boo him I think, anyway. I think it's easier to make him a face with no crowd. <laughs> uh, and one other one. Uh, do you think after Keith Lee debut in Kansas Dress is he already ruined in the? No, no, no. One, <laughs> one, no. One night is not going to ruin Keith Lee. If that, <laughs> if one bad night could ruin somebody, Daniel Bryan never would have made it into WrestleMania 30. I mean, it's it's there. There, you you can have bad a bad night, a bad debut, or this, that, and the other thing, and still end up you know, be being great. You just need that moment. You just need those moments. He just needs a chance to shine and really win people over. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the audience, you know, give it time. They're not going to, you know, not going to dump on it. Um, yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah. So you mentioned payback is coming up. So Holy cow. That's like yeah, next week. So we'll have another review for you next week. <laughs> well, are we, are we going to preview this on Friday or is, is this? Yeah, is this... probably we'll preview Friday. Hey, by the way, you know, I'm not missing the Saudi shows, by the way. <laughs> I'm not either. I thought about that today. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, but, yes, we'll preview Payback on Friday because pff, why not? Because let's have a show the next week after we had a show. It's a great plan. Got to get got to get used to the venue, I guess, and pump out the show. I guess. I, That's okay. some, you know, things to do back. Okay, uh, but in any event, uh, thank you for joining us so much tonight. Uh, whether you're on Facebook or Twitter, remember ESPR99, easiest way to follow us on both of those. Just give us a, a like on the like button or follow on Twitter, that works as well. And, notifications, uh, notifications, yes, notifications on. And remember to search for us, ESPR Wrestling, on all your podcasting apps SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google, everywhere you find podcasts. It is that easy. Emails ESPRF99.com. If you get any questions, as you yeah, see, appreciate those, appreciate we take those them. It was a good one. So, so thank you. By so all much. means, send them on in. We want to hear from you guys. And again, Friday, we will be back to preview payback. Uh, and uh, it, it feels, it, we'll feel like we, we'll feel like we just did this, but we'll be back doing it again on Friday. <laughs> and uh, so make sure you're around. I think it'll be Friday at 10. Yeah, after SmackDown. Yeah. After SmackDown. So we have all the, the, the tea, as the kids say. Yeah, because they might uh, change the go. card. They might have like five stipulations at it in the next, uh, another, uh, <laughs> match with Andy Rose and somebody else. Who knows? Yeah, all of a sudden. I mean, in any event, yes. So we'll be back Friday, 10 p.m. Until oh. that time, make sure. Oh dear God, Sean DeGraw says the Miz <laughs> is the leader of Retribution. On that note, I'm gonna go vomit. And until next week, eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>